and welcome to the latest episode of the Intelligent Transport podcast. My name is Halima Huck. I'm the editorial assistant of Intelligent Transport and your host for today. Joining me for this episode is Catherine Conrad, director of NeoRide. Today we'll be discussing NeoRide's innovative strategies in enhancing regional public transportation while fostering connectivity and ensuring equitable access. I'm so delighted to have you with us today, Catherine. Your insights on this crucial topic for the transportation industry are highly valued. Thank you so much for joining us. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. I'm thrilled to have you here and to see Neorite's impactful contributions in the field of regional transportation. Before we delve into our discussion, Catherine, let's set the stage by learning more about Neorite and its significance in the realm of regional transportation. Yes, NeoRide, which was founded about nine years ago, really focuses on doing regional transportation, um, working with our member transits now at 29 member transits across seven states to better um, bring together regional transportation, cross-county options so that we're working together more holistically. Thank you for that overview of NeoRide significance, Catherine. It's Nice to see how the collaboration between various states is leading to such positive outcomes. So considering the fact that NeoRide covers multiple states, including Ohio, Kentucky, Arkansas, West Virginia, Michigan, Indiana and Pennsylvania, how do you coordinate and manage the transit needs of such diverse regions? Yes, it is um, definitely challenging at times, uh, but we really focus on trying to work uh, with the transits on select projects and allow transits to pick and choose what really makes sense for them. So we have a variety of different projects that we work on, um, different grants, procurements, as well as EasyFare, which is our mobile ticketing system. And transits are able to be as part be part of as much or as little as really makes sense for them. Um, we also do a lot of work remotely through uh, video calls uh, as well as in-person meetings. And then I also attend uh, the majority of the national conferences to get a sense for these transits and keep abreast of things that are going on in their communities. Brilliant. Thank you for shedding light on the intricate coordination and management strategies that NeuroRide employs to serve such a diverse range of states effectively. Now let's delve deeper into one of NeuroRide's notable achievements, the launch of EasyFare, the largest multi-county mobile ticketing system in the country. Could you please share with us the process behind its development and implementation? Absolutely. Yes, EasyFare really started um, as the first major project for NeoRide. Um, our, the transits that were members of the time, which were only around five or six, were looking at ways that we could do better cross-county coordination. And when we really delved into it, we realized that um, all of the transits had different ways to purchase tickets, different payment methods. Uh, different fare structures as well, so that made it increasingly cumbersome for people to uh, travel longer distances without learning all these different fare systems, uh, which really just you know was not conducive to expanding public transit in a multi-county way. So we started with an RFP, uh, actually we did an RFI and then an RFP back in uh, 2018 really looking to see what options were out there. Uh, We didn't really know a lot about mobile ticketing at the time. I have learned a lot in the process. 
but we did select Masadi for um, our our initial vendor, just doing visual validation, um, which was you know kind of the poking our toe, if you will, into the water of mobile ticketing. Um, we have since expanded dramatically to add in validators on the majority of our fleet. Uh, we are launching ABT and fare capping with multiple transits um, as we speak. We actually have another set to go live on Monday and have been able to expand this system, um, you know, which allows individuals really to just use one single payment method across multiple transits. So now we have 15 transits from very small rural transit to very large urban transit um, across four states who are utilizing easy fare. And we're just excited about the success and excited to continue seeing it grow. That's so fantastic. It's so great to hear about how much EasyFair has grown over the years and the work that you've done to expand it. The successful launch of EasyFair certainly highlights the power of technology and cooperation in revolutionising public transportation. So thank you so much for providing us with such an insightful look into its development, Catherine. Now, let's shift our focus to another significant aspect of NeoRide's accomplishments, securing over $10 million in state and federal funding under your leadership. Could you share with us how you approached obtaining these funds and the impact they've had on the transit agencies in the region? Absolutely. Yes, we have been very successful both at the state and federal level in receiving funds. And I really attribute a lot of that success in Again, going back to coordination, bringing multiple transits of different size uh, together to focus on being able to uh, solve and work on a single initiative. And it's been very appealing to grant funders. And I think it has really worked well for our transits as well. Uh, Large transits bringing in rurals uh, makes the project more competitive. And then the rural agencies are able to kind of build on some of Um, the strength of the larger urban transit. So when we looked at bringing these projects together, uh, we have just gotten a lot of really positive feedback from uh, the FTA and others and continue. We haven't stopped yet. We are continuing to look at additional funding and projects and ways uh, that we can help build the strength of public transit. It's so impressive to hear about the actual tangible impacts these funds have had on the transit agencies in the region. Um, It's clear that your leadership has certainly driven the financial success, but has also translated into meaningful improvements that directly benefit the communities that Neoride serves. Moving on, let's shift our focus to your background, which includes involvement in government and lobbying efforts. How has this experience influenced your work in the transit sector, particularly in advocating for funding and policy changes? Yes, absolutely. You uh, really must have dug into my background there. When I when I started uh, my career, I was a political consultant. Um, I worked on a lot of issue campaigns or tax levies, if you will, as well as candidate work. And during that time, um, really learned how to effectively communicate the needs of my clients, many of which at the time uh, ended up being public transit. And that's really how I got involved. Uh, but working with public transit agencies to help them better tell their story to the community, to thought leaders, as well as elected officials, so that they could communicate, you know, the real need for public transit 
so I really feel that, you know, those that early work that I did with, a, you know, a political science undergrad was set the stage for, you know, being able to work effectively with all these different public trans agencies. Fantastic. Thank you for delving into that. It's been great to gain a better understanding in how your background in these different industries has actually helped to shape your approach within the transit sector. While these sectors may not appear directly related at first glance, it's actually quite fascinating to uncover the underlying links that tie them together. Let's now delve into the difficulties you faced when promoting and executing public transit initiatives throughout the new ride region. Could you please elaborate on how you've successfully navigated these challenges and the strategies that you've employed to achieve positive results? Yes, absolutely. Um, obviously, as you mentioned before, um, just the geographic diversity uh, is always challenging because you want to bring together as many voices as you can uh, to be part of uh, different projects. Uh, so I really feel like, you know, during um, we all went through COVID and learned how to use Zoom and Teams and all these fun online forums really strengthened the core and allowed people uh, to be able to communicate more effectively remotely. So that's been very helpful. Um, but I really feel like also that it's important to understand um, the needs of the public transits and make sure that when, you know, I'm looking at different resources that are available or grant options, that I understand how they fit the need of the public transit agencies. So working together with them uh, to understand their challenges has been really important. That's great. Thank you for providing us with some insight into the complex challenges that you've encountered in this position. I'm sure public transport users throughout the Neoride region would greatly appreciate your teams and your efforts. Let's now turn our attention to another crucial aspect of public transit, ensuring transport equity by making ticketing accessible for all. Could you elaborate on the measures that Neoride has taken to address potential barriers and promote inclusivity in accessing your ticketing systems? Absolutely. We um, received a grant called the IMI grant here um, through the FTA that specifically focused on uh, individuals who are underbanked or non-banked and also individuals with disabilities and ensuring that they have equal access to um, all of our ticketing solutions. So that, you know, really set the stage for bringing together, you know, Smart cards is an option for those who maybe don't use a mobile ticketing. We, we also launched a retail initiative with a company called um, Income, which allowed for individuals to better digitize their cash so they could go to any you know local chain, um, very popular around here, CVS or Dollar General, Walgreens. There's just a whole list of available options where individuals could easily uh, take in, say, 5 or $10 and have that put on their card that they could use to purchase tickets. And then moving forward to more common, to more recent days, you know, we're looking at, or we are currently instituting fair capping, uh, which is really about equity. Uh, and the reason it's about equity because a lot of fares or monthly passes cost, you know, upwards of $45, $50, $60 a month. And it is often challenging for public transit users to have that much money at a single go. So by 
instituting fare capping if somebody is riding over the course of a month and they hit that $45, $50 mark. They're not penalized in continuing to pay even more for that month because they didn't have all the money up front. Um, so once they hit that dollar amount, they no longer have to pay a fare. Uh, we really are excited about this and bringing this to public transit. Like I said, I, we really see it as an equity issue. Thank you so much for sharing that, Catherine. It's really encouraging to see the efforts that Neo Riders are actually going through to make these ticketing systems and public transit in general more equitable. And your insights into Neorides commitment to support transport equity are truly valuable. Access to transportation, as we all know, is a really fundamental aspect of fostering connectivity and mobility for communities. So as I said, it's just really encouraging to see the proactive efforts that Neoride is putting forth to guarantee this essential access. Can you now please provide us with some insights into some of the key advancements in ticketing technology and how they have improved the overall passenger experience? Absolutely, yes. So um, fair capping is, you know, one of the more recent applications that accomplishes the goal of equity. But then, you know, we're already seeing in Europe and is starting to make its way to the U.S. as EMV payment options where individuals can just easily tap their credit card and pay um, their fare. So they don't have to have a specialized payment way or mechanism just for public transit. So I think that's really important. And the other thing that I'm really focusing in, on is as we launch new initiatives that we're building on the success of mobile ticketing. So we've done a lot of work in the microtransit realm this year. We're also developing a project called Easy Connect, which is going to be um, a one-call mobility center. But all the connections for that layer on to Easy Fare. So you can still use um, Easy Fare when you're paying for microtransit, or you can use it when you're going through that mobility center. So we're really looking at other ways that transport options can be paid for with that single payment option, just expanding uh, the usage of it and continuing to grow. Amazing. It's so impressive to actually see the significant strides that have been made in ticketing technology in recent years. And these advancements undoubtedly serve to streamline operations for transit agencies, um, which is really great to see. As we come to the end of the podcast episode today, I wanted to shift our focus to the theme of the future by asking you if there are any upcoming projects or initiatives in the works for Neoride that you are particularly excited about and that you can share with us today. Absolutely. As I just mentioned earlier, we're working on a project called Easy Connect, and that is going to become a regional mobility center. So we have right now we have planned two hubs that are going to be in Ohio, one in Northeast Ohio, one in Southwest Ohio, that really allow for multiple transits to run um, their calls to a central dispatch, central call center. Um, and from there, we really want to be able to do central dispatching. And, you know, we really have always talked about how to get to the point that we can run transit buses from one county to another in a more effective way. Um, and that really, I feel that bringing this Easy Connect project together is the impetus to start that. We're, so we're really excited. We have a lot of really great transits of different sizes involved in that project. And, uh, you know, we're working through the operations diagrams now to ensure that we can get it right. But 
in the next two to four years, you're going to see a lot more discussion around Easy Connect and launching these mobile mobility hubs. Fantastic. Your excitement for these initiatives is actually really contagious, Catherine. It's really clear that Neoride's commitment to innovation and convenience is the driving force behind these projects. What more can we expect to see in the future of public transit in Ohio and the Neoride region? So, yes, what we're looking um, at, always looking at different projects that we can bring to the forefront, Easy Connect uh, being one of those. But then we're also really working on um, some new initiatives. We just did a grant in coordination with ODOT to bring low and no emission vehicles that was um, well funded. We're looking at better ways to integrate microtransit into fixed route operations. Uh, we're looking at autonomous vehicles. So, um, really, at NeoRide, we feel like the sky's the limit, and um, you know we want to work with all of our public transits to ensure that these new innovative ideas have a space to vet them and you know work effectively. And so we're really excited about, you know, we feel like the first nine years was just getting our feet wet and we are excited to see where the future goes. Oh, that's so great to hear. I'm so excited to see how all these projects play out in hopefully the near future and just I'll be keeping my eye out on that. In an ideal world, what does the perfect public transport system look like to you? That's a, a good question. I think that, you know, perfect is is a hard goal to achieve, but I believe a perfect transport system is one that is easily attainable for all of the residents of that community and fits their needs. So fixed route is one option and works a lot, works well, but paratransit, having ADA accessible vehicles and ensuring that, you know, microtransit options are available and they're done on a timely manner. I mean, just driving into work today, I thought, you know, we don't have vehicles that even run this way. So if I didn't have access to a car, if I couldn't afford a car, I couldn't even make it to my job. So we need to make sure that public transit is able to serve the community um, in a timely way, in an efficient way that works for, you know, modern day people. That is, in my eyes, the perfect answer. I think, as you said, transit equity is just really important. And I guess you can't have a public transport system if not everyone has access to it. So thank you for that. And thank you for sharing your insights, Catherine. Finally, as we conclude the podcast episode today, I'm pleased to highlight your recent addition to the Intelligent Transport Advisory Board. Can you please share your thoughts on why you think it is important that the industry comes together to share knowledge and experiences? Yes, thank you. Um, and I'm very excited to be part of this advisory board and part of a great team at Intelligent Transport. I think it's really important um, that we are working together and collaboratively because at the end of the day, we're all working at the same goal to try and make transportation easier and more obtainable for everybody, whether it's in the U.S. or across the world. So sharing those experiences makes us stronger uh, so that we're able to work together and, you know, really improve public transit for everyone. Perfect. Thank you for sharing your insightful perspective on the importance of industry collaboration and knowledge sharing, Catherine. We're certainly looking forward to working with you and our other members of the advisory board to foster innovation, drive meaningful discussions and collectively shape the future of the transportation landscape. 
Sadly, that is all that we have time for today. Catherine, thank you so much for taking the time to join me for this episode and for sharing your valuable insights with our audience. NeoRide's dedication to enhancing regional transportation through innovative strategies and collaborative initiatives is truly inspiring. Your expertise has shed light on the impact for work being done, and I'm confident that our listeners have gained valuable perspectives. Thank you once again for being a part of this conversation. Great. Thank you. And I'm really glad you invited me today. This was a very good opportunity and excited to see where the future takes us. Before we go, a quick note to our listeners. I hope that you all enjoyed today's episode. If you're keen to hear more about other key topics from within the transportation industry, then please do make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on our future episodes, as we have plenty more exciting discussions in store for you. You can listen to every episode of our podcast, both past and future, on our website, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, as well as any other platform that you usually listen on. On behalf of myself and Catherine, thank you all for your time and for listening to us today. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.